Hey friends, and welcome to episode 142 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And today's episode is all about the importance of having the right mentors in your life. Whether you're just starting out in business, parenting full-time, or even on a personal development journey, it feels like everyone has an opinion. Am I right? But there are also so many people out there who are fantastic, amazing experts in all sorts of different areas, and we want to listen to them. For example, I know I'm not the only time management coach who understands what it's like to be a busy wife and mom. There are a few of us out there, and we're all great at what we do. With so many choices on who to learn from, it can be really tempting to learn from, well, everyone. It's also easy to fall into the trap of trying to adopt everyone's advice. I want to caution you against that, though, because instead of helping you, trying to learn from tons of different mentors will only lead to overwhelm. Plus, if you're trying to always implement things you've learned from different people, you're not really letting any one strategy do its magic. So how do we stop this overwhelm? How do we take advice from really amazing people, implement it, and actually see results? I say it starts with choosing your mentors wisely. Now, of course, I won't just leave it at that. I'm going to tell you how to choose your mentors wisely and what you can do if you realize you're taking in way too much information. In this episode, I'll be sharing what analysis paralysis is and how to avoid it. You'll hear about the risks associated with having too many mentors. You'll learn the four keys to choosing your ideal mentor, plus I'll share how many mentors you really need. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 142. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Let's start with defining what exactly a mentor is. According to the dictionary, a mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. I don't know about you, but that definition feels extremely broad to me, especially in a day and age where anyone and everyone can make themselves an authority on a specific subject. This can actually be really harmful because not everyone is qualified to give you advice. 
And how many times have you heard advice that felt like an attack on your lifestyle or how you operate best? That's not what a mentor is in my book, no matter if someone calls themselves one. Instead, you want to look for someone you know, like, and trust in your specific industry or who specializes in whatever you want support with, whether that's motherhood, entrepreneurship, cleaning, time management, whatever, you name it. I actually like to think of mentors in two different ways. First, there's a mentor in the traditional sense. Someone you know personally who works in your industry and is several steps or levels above you and is in a position or has a working style that you hope to emulate. You want to learn from this mentor and they can help show you the ropes as you're growing in your career or as a business owner. But then there's what I like to think of as the pretend mentor. So the pretend mentor is not someone you know in real life, or maybe you've met them, but they're definitely not a traditional mentor that you meet one-on-one with regularly. Instead, a pretend mentor is someone you learn from, maybe from their podcast or their YouTube channel, maybe from their Instagram posts. You might have even purchased one of their courses or books and learned from them that way too. Either way, A pretend mentor is someone you look to and learn from, even if they aren't specifically advising you in real life. So for me, some of my pretend mentors are Laura Vanderkam, a time management author, Amy Porterfield, an online marketing expert, Michael Hyatt, a leadership coach, and Dr. Becky Kennedy, a parenting expert. No, I've never met any of these people, but I consider them my pretend mentors because I love learning from them. They're my go-tos for these different topics. Now, the great thing about pretend mentors is that you can have an unlimited number of people you can learn from. It can be amazing to take in so many different perspectives, especially when you're new to a certain topic or industry. Ah, but that's the double-edged sword. Sometimes when you dive into something new, whether it's learning about home renovations or parenting, growing in your career or business, it can be tempting to take in all of the different perspectives from tons of different experts. But then your head starts spinning because there are so many different ideas and possibilities and you can become totally overwhelmed with all of the information at your fingertips. And then the analysis paralysis sets in. Which move should you make? Which path should you take? Should you do it this way or this way? Should I do what this person says or go with this expert or this writer or what I saw in this YouTube video? Or let me go see what so-and-so says about this before I do anything. You can easily get stuck in a loop of listening and learning, but not doing. So how do you cut through the noise and actually pick your mentors, whether they're real life mentors or pretend mentors? Here are four things to consider when you pick your mentors. Number one, are you and this mentor compatible? Whether you're working directly with a mentor or simply learning from them through social media, podcasts like this one, or courses and programs, you need to have compatible personalities. 
Now, this doesn't mean that you need to be exactly like this person in every way, but if the way that they speak on their social media account bothers you, then it won't actually help you learn from them. Instead of thinking about the material they're teaching you, your mind is going to be on how bothered you are by their tone and their word choice. Personally, I've found this with a few people before. Sometimes I just didn't click with the way they delivered their message. I'd find myself pushing through, trying to stick it out for the benefit of learning from an expert. But in the end, I didn't really learn anything at all. My time would have been much better spent learning from someone whose personality I enjoyed outside of the environment of their expertise, someone who I would have gotten along with on a human-to-human level. And at the same time, you might have to take a while to get to know a new mentor, especially if you're working with them one-on-one, you know, in real life. Don't discount someone too quickly, but always remain mindful of your overall compatibility. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Number two, does this person push you outside of your comfort zone in a comfortable way? Okay, I know that sounds a little confusing or contradicting, but hear me out. You want to choose a mentor who is going to push your boundaries just enough without overdoing it. And what I mean by that is someone who will get you to try new things and ways of working. Maybe it's a new meal planning system for your family when you've never meal planned before. 
Or maybe it's hiring a different employee for work that you've always just done yourself. Whatever it is, your mentor should know when to push you in a new direction, but also when to pull back. Sometimes our comfort zone is the place we stay when we're resisting leveling up. And a good mentor will see and acknowledge that. In the case of pretend mentors, you know, the ones you listen to in podcasts or online, do they encourage you to grow and try new things? Or do they just tell you to do it their way, the same way, over and over again? Number three, do they have expertise or just experience? Now, there's a big difference between expertise and experience. Both are great and both are important. And a person can definitely have both expertise and years of experience. But when it comes down to choosing a mentor, it's important to put expertise before experience. What do I mean by that? Here's an example. Let's say you are someone who wants to dive in start a business and grow it quickly. And you're choosing between two mentors. One might have two years worth of experience, but in that time they've grown six businesses into the seven figure range. The other mentor, the other option, might have a decade of experience, but they've only grown one business to that level and it's taken them a while. So who would you choose? the less experienced mentor who clearly understands the framework of growing a sustainable and successful business, the one who's gone before you and achieved what you're hoping to achieve, or would you choose the mentor with a decade of experience but fewer results? There's absolutely nothing wrong with the second mentor's methodology for their own business, But when it comes to learning from someone, you don't want to pick the person that might be successful. And this applies to mentors for anything, from motherhood. I mean, do you want just any mom teaching you how to talk to your teenager? Or would you rather learn from someone who was a childhood development expert before becoming a parent of four? And it's the same thing with personal development. Do you want to learn from someone who's all in on personal development? but they don't necessarily align with what you value in developing yourself personally. You wanna learn from the one, you wanna choose the mentor with a clear and proven strategy for success that aligns with what you hope to create for yourself. And number four, do you trust them? This is a big one, do you trust this person? And trust is going to look different to everyone. What makes me trust a person is likely not going to be the same for you. We've all led unique lives and had different experiences when it comes to trust in both the personal and professional development world. At the end of the day, it all comes down to one thing. Would you trust this person to take total control of your business, your career, your household, your time, Whatever it is, if you were to hand the reins over to them today, do you feel like they'd be able to lead you to success? Do you trust them? So there you have it. I hope this episode helped you see that you don't have to take advice from just anyone, and you definitely shouldn't be taking advice from everyone. You can choose the people you learn from and who have access to your growth. 
At the end of the day, I suggest choosing no more than two to three mentors to learn from in any given area, whether it's one-on-one or not, and then really hone in, zero in on their teachings with laser focus. Learn from them, implement, and experiment with their methodologies. You'll see so much more growth when you double down in one direction rather than letting yourself get pulled in a dozen different ones. Remember, mentors are meant to help you succeed, not keep you from your goals, and definitely not to distract you. If you are looking for a mentor to help you manage your time, organize your life, and help you feel more capable, I would love to invite you to the It's About Time Academy. Through my years of experience as a time management coach and my own expertise as a business owner, mom, and corporate employee, I've figured out how to create a vision for the future, how to use values to guide decisions, and how to set goals that get us closer to our dreams. I'd love to show you how to create sustainable habits and routines, how to manage your energy, focus your attention, and prioritize fun relationships and relaxing. I've figured out how to step into every week feeling calm, prepared, and ready for anything that life throws at me. And I want the same for you too. If that resonates with you and you want a community and a coach who will help you find that, visit AnnaDCornick.com forward slash academy. As always, all of the details from today's show can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 142. All right, be sure to tune in next week where I'll be talking about dieting, my favorite diet, the information diet. Curious about what that is? Be sure to tune in. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.